They think I'm cute. <laughs> I know I'm sexy. I got the looks. That drives a girl wild. I got With the moves. moves. I'm really move them. I send chills <laughs> up and down their spine. I'm just a sexy boy. Boop, boop. Sex. You gotta be Sherry. <laughs> sexy, sexy boy. Beep, boop, boop. Meow, 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 meow. I'm not your boy, toy. Not your boy. Are you meowing? Yeah. Meow, meow, meow. Colin. What? Colin, if you had to meow the jewels. Yeah. For wrestler themes, what would you do? Um. Meow. 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 Meow, 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 You can't do Can You Dig It, sucker, like that. Wait. Meow, 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 meow. Oh, God. Meow, 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 meow. All right, I'm done. No, wait, no. Your favorite, though. Okay. Meow, meow. Meow, meow. Meow, meow. Meow, meow. Meow, meow. Meow, Podcast over. I quit. We're done. Hi everyone. Hello everyone. Welcome to. Hold on. There was a truck driving into my apartment. I apologize. <laughs> into the apartment. Into her. Hi everyone. Hello. Hi. Everyone. Hello. Welcome. This Hello, is yeah. Fight Forever. It's a wrestling podcast. Yes. I hope so. I would hope so. And you know what today is going? What? Three sixteen, baby. Happy Stone Cold Day. Woo! Yesterday Woo. was the Ides of March. Oh, well, I mean, listen. And the day before is Pi Day. I can't keep all these holidays hey, straight. First off, uh, Stone Cold, it's Pi Day yesterday because you got to watch out because you're in for Infinity Stunners. And you better watch out because it's the Ides of March and Stone Cold's going to fucking come at you out of nowhere, Caesar. At 2 Austin. I'm enjoying a nice cold brew here in honor of the, of the big guy. Uh, not one of his... Uh, solid, if completely unremarkable IPAs, because we don't get El Segundo Brewing out here in Dallas. How fucking shameful is that, Steve? You 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 named your name after Texas, and your beer doesn't get out here. Fucking shameful, work on that. Shameful man. <sighs> Good times. What are you doing on this episode? Oh God, we're we're doing we're talking wrestling, Zachary. Oh, we are talking wrestling. Uh, duh. Well, okay. We've got uh, a few things we want to talk yeah, about here. Yeah, did anything good actually happen this week? Um, maybe. I mean, define good. Like, lots of things happened, but, like, I don't know how much of it's actually engrossing. Because I swear WWE does this thing where they only have, like, five weeks of television written for every, like, three months. So everything yep. has to move incredibly slowly. The pacing is just gets all off most of the time. Yeah, and there's a problem now of they actually accidentally pulled uh, the trigger on stuff too late. So yeah. some things took logical leaps. Um, you know, ha- which well, it happens. Well, we have two weeks to fill into WrestleMania, so like, oh, we gotta we gotta keep we gotta keep this going somehow. We just can't revisit it. Yeah, know? but 
you know, we'll, we're on the uh, road to WrestleMania. We're rapidly, we're driving off the cliff. We're rapidly approaching what's the end the, of the road. What's the tagline this time? What, the ultimate thrill ride? It's the ultimate thrill ride, and that's, oh, I hate that. God. It's a roller coaster. It's the most over-the-top network. Hello. Oh, dude. That's like almost as cringeworthy as me reading YouTube comments in Benoit tribute videos. Ooh. Kevin Ooh. Sullivan did it. <laughs> Who Chava did? Carrero can't melt steel beams. Yep, he did it. The dogs are enclosed in the in the, are in the enclosed pool yard. <laughs> oh no. Oh no. Bowflex. Um You you can tell that like when Daniel Bryan has to say the tagline, he's just dead behind the eyes. Well that's the that's the uh <laughs> that's the <laughs> that's the CTEs, Colin. And also the oh shit, I wish I could wrestle. Also, yeah, I really wish I could wrestle. Um boy, I hate this marketing. Hey, you wanna know something fun? You know what wanna know why the marketing's so bad? Why? Or so obnoxious? Why? Because Stephanie McMahon went to college for marketing. And everything she turns and everything she touches mostly turns into shit. Only mostly, though. How about you get, you know, not trip over your own tongue? I'm sorry, it's really hard to sing. <laughs> you want me to take another take of this? No. Because I'll just cut all this out, No, buddy. we're just no going to leave, leave it right here. Hey, thanks. I really leave it all out, mistakes and all. all. I really appreciate you just putting me on blast here on our <laughs> podcast. I'm going to rake you over the coals, buddy. All right. Well, um, just like I'm gonna rake all these smarky fucks over the coals right now. Um, so we're gonna talk uh, Raw and some SmackDown slash a little bit of talk Smack perhaps, and then some NXT, and uh, then we're gonna do a little mystery meet for you, a yeah. little mystery mm. discussion. Mm, cafeteria we surprise. Figure, we figure uh, we we don't give you guys enough little treats, so uh, why why not add in some nice uh, nice baloney? Well. Also, wrestling was sort of blah this week, so yeah. we got to fill out that time. Yeah, next week we might actually do a retro. It just depends on what happens. We may do like a little retro review of something from like I don't know. I kind of want to do a segment on the show where we watch uh, Raw or SmackDown from like 2004 or five and try to remember shit. Well, because we didn't love it enough the first time, we, we the Stockholm syndrome had not clearly not sit in we have to go watch it yeah. all over again but we'll see that that may happen next week it may not it just depends on what happens on yeah Ron it depends Smackdown on how, next week how much worthwhile stuff there is to talk about but until then let's talk about what worthwhile stuff there was on raw and smackdown this week colin okay. so what's worthwhile on this raw they did a uh chekhov's uh contract release <laughs> <So> <laughs> chekhov's pink slip <laughs> so, uh, in the beginning of the show, Stephanie McMahon comes out and she says, Hey, Mick, we've been fighting for months upon months, months. and I've been a total fucking cunt to you. And she she said that language, yeah, too. Yeah, that, that's they're, exactly. They're headed out of PG Yeah, era. they are really pulling out of this PG era just as hard <laughs> really as, as they can. Really as hard as fast as they can. I know, it's terrible. So she's like, oh, yeah, I've been, I've been a dirty, smelly piece of shit to you, Mick. And... And Mick, uh, being the guy that he is, just said, you know, yeah, yeah, you know, I, I think that we can turn over a new leaf here, Steph. I feel like we can be friends. And she's like, yeah, yes, see? here, you know, you you respond more to a pat on the back than you do yeah. a slap some, on the wrist. Well, some people just need positive reinforcement. Yeah. So then she goes, here's my positive reinforcement. By the end of the night, you have to fire someone or you're fired. 
How's that for positive reinforcement, Mick, buddy? Hey, and that's good. So Mick was understandably a little yeah. distraught. Which, the whole ploy there just seemed to be Stephanie McMahon saying, uh, so you're gonna fire Sami Zayn. How about that? Fire Sami Zayn. Well, there wasn't a ploy to do it. She just kept suggesting to, hey, fire yeah. Sami Zayn. I don't know, man, but that, that's what she kept suggesting. Well, and the whole time I was like, do it, do it, do it, do it, do well, it. Send him to SmackDown, send him to SmackDown. Okay, well, that would be interesting, but a not WrestleMania-appropriate story. Because, like, yes. they've had that whole... They've had this whole... Mick has this, been this weird, like, shitty dad to Sami Zayn. He's both like, hey, I don't want you to get hurt, but also, you pissed me off this week, son, so get out there and go bust your fucking nose. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, but when Mick's gone, which is probably when now. Next, probably, mm, yes, immediately. You know, we're we're good without Sammy on the Raw. We can yeah, we can send him over to listen, SD. I would have, have him be an IC champ, and it'll be great. I would have loved to see Sammy go over to SmackDown, where there's kind of room for him. But you know, have him fight Nakamura several times. When listen, put him on SmackDown. Listen, if Sami Zayn wasn't on Raw, who would Kevin Owens keep beating? Anyone else? Of course not. No. No. Well, I mean, Kevin Owens could keep beating up, like, I don't know, Titus O'Neil. Looks like they're still punishing him. <laughs> I have a theory about Titus O'Neil we might get to later. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll wait on that discussion. But anyway. I mean, you brought it over up. The course, over the course of this show, speaking of Titus O'Neil, he comes up and he's like, Hey, Mick, I don't want to get fired. Everybody's saying that. Like, hey, I don't want to get fired, Mick. You know, fuck you. There's and, like, all this shit. Like, and then Jinder Mahal comes out and is like, Why well, don't deserve to be fired? Make me fight somebody. And Mick's like, Okay, you're about to fight Roman Reigns. Yay. And the whole world erupted in tears of joy. <laughs> well, yeah, and, and then everyone celebrated the appearance of Roman Reigns mm, on this uh, episode of Raw. Did But did Jinder Mahal get face pops, though? Did anyone cheer for Jinder? No, uh, except on the internet. Okay. On the internet, people were chanting the fact that Jinder stiffed the fuck out of Roman Reigns. <laughs> that was pretty Jesus. funny. This entire episode of Raw pretty much revolved around that backstage. It's really weird how both shows really revolved around backstage, backstage politics. Backstage setups and but, constantly referring to them. But, uh, yeah, Jinder's justification for a match against Roman was because of Mick sending it up as a, you know, thing like, oh, you know, you you don't deserve to be fired. You fought Roman Reigns so valiantly. Um, so, uh, yeah, Roman squashes Jinder. Big shock. Big he, he finishes him off with a, not even a spear. You know, a Superman punch, and, and then just, it was well, done. I mean, you you forgot the part where Jinder sucks and is bad. But listen, can Have anyone you be seen that guy though? Yeah, dude, shredded he as is hell, veiny yeah, and shreddingly veiny. But oh. also, listen, anyone who beats the shit out of Roman Reigns can't be too bad. If he can't win, I'll at least settle for uh, you hurt the guy for real, pretty hard a couple of times. That's fine. I don't know what else happened on this bad show except for. The bad show main well, event. Okay, so in the, the end, after after we had uh, you know a ton of ton of shit happen, you know, uh, Taker Taker didn't come out, but he kind of interfered in the gender match. They played his music, and then Roman mm. was distracted. HBK comes out and gives him a warning, and then Roman does the most heelish promo I've ever heard anyone do ever. That's good. Basically, like they're chanting HBK, and then Roman says, "With all due respect." Undertaker retired you. I'm gonna retire the Undertaker. And I'm gonna retire the Undertaker. And uh, did, who wouldn't boo at that? Colin, I'm pretty sure they want people to boo him. I'm telling you, they have to be leading up to that. Okay. 
We'll get to it. Maybe they just don't know what the fuck they want to do with uh, it. Anyway. I know they say never assume maliciousness when uh, idiocy. Idiocy. Never assume right. maliciousness when idiocy will suffice. But I'm pretty sure Vince McMahon hates everyone. He's a yes. completely hates the world. We're gonna give him Roman Reigns versus The Undertaker. Oh. <laughs> Wait. Can we give him Roman Reigns versus Roman Reigns? Oh, I've got a boner. Who do I put over? Mm, they could fight forever. <laughs> that reminds me, I like those fight forever boys. What are they doing on their funny, great podcast right now? They're talking about Roman Reigns. I love uh, it. They're talking about me talking about Roman Reigns. <laughs> There's only one thing I love more than Roman Reigns, and it's me talking me about, about Roman Reigns. <laughs> This segment's getting really meta, guys. <laughs> Keep it moving. <laughs> um, but yeah, so so that that ends with uh, Braun Strowman uh, tackling Roman Reigns after they've had their really long feud. Yeah, getting his long due receipt. So he tackles the shit out of Roman, and Roman takes a hellacious bump, and uh, everyone chants, "Thank you, Strowman." <laughs> um. Thank so you, Strowman. Th that's we how that Roman. resulted. Uh, there, there was like a women's uh, fucking fight that was set up because Mick was so distracted with having to fire somebody that Stephanie McMahon intervened and said, Bailey, you're going to fight Nia Jax. Oh. That's apparently my, what's my Stephanie McMahon impression? Yeah, you're going to fight. Yeah, that, it's, you're it's, fight Nia Jax. it's Waluigi. <laughs> also, Sasha fought Dana Brooke, which I don't know. I thought that's what we're talking about, but there were two no, women's matches. Uh, Sasha did it. fight Dana Brooke, and then Dana Brooke broke up with Charlotte. Oh, great. Good. I can't wait to see that run. And there was a hellacious uh, clothesline from hell that happened from Dana. It was the best I've ever seen Dana Brooke. Well, that's good. But you know what's going to happen there is uh, Dana's going to pair up with Emma. Hey, that's good, because that was a better act in the first By place. By the way, I would like to interrupt this podcast to say we search party for Emma. Uh, if anyone has seen her whereabouts, you know, we've her last known whereabouts were uh, on an episode of Raw for about eight seconds. Eight, eight seconds. Uh, we have reason to believe she is wearing purple and some cool glasses. If you see a lady in purple with some cool glasses, get ready because that is a hype as hell act. Yes. Um, can we just get to the main event of this? Yes. So, anyway. Anyways, so we spend the whole episode setting up who's Foley going to fire. Everyone's like, don't fire me, Foley. And then, like, and everyone's then, like, he, she's and then like, Steph, shut up, I got to fire somebody. Yeah, so then Steph says, well, you got to fire somebody. Who's it going to be? Sammy Zane. Sammy Zane. Sammy Zane, Mick. And then Mick goes, well, you know who I'm going to fire? I'm going to fire you, Steph. There were, then, there were two options here. It was himself and, or yeah. her. So he it was either going to be yeah. He was either going to fire Steph or him. Or was, you know, and they got into this huge fight where she's like, "You can't fire me. I'm your boss." And then uh, he starts going off about Triple H, and then Triple H, H comes uh, out. Comes out and basically says, "Hey, Mick, I'm going to tell this to your good ear." And he leans in his bad ear because he's a heel. <laughs> Boo. Um. He says, you know, you better start kissing ass on my wife and start learning to love your job, or else I'm going to make sure that you never waddle off of this ring again. I have a question. Colin. Yeah? Did you just mean to imply that Triple H is a cuckold? Kissing ass on his wife. I mean, I, Triple H probably is a cuck. 
<laughs> and we're actually using that word correctly. You've you heard it from me, folks. <laughs> you heard it on the Fight Forever podcast from Colin. Triple H is a cuck boy. All right, all right, look, look. I understand it was later at the end of the segment. It was it was Mick putting his gross appendages inside of Triple H's mouth. You know but what? We're gonna start this trending on Twitter. If you're listening to this podcast, start the hashtag hashtag H H H cuck H H H cuck boy. Hunter Hearst, hell, hell this cuck boy. <laughs> that, that'll be on our Twitter. Just make sure you retweet and like, comment, and subscribe if you like cucks. But, um, <laughs> well, hold on. Wait a minute. I don't think we need to encourage them. Anyways, so basically, H talks a lot of shit, and he's like, you've got to get out of this ring or I'm going to beat you up. So uh, Mick sadly starts walking to the ropes and it's very slow for effect but it's also very slow because Mick legitimately can't walk quickly yes. and then he, he stands into in the, the corner. corner he stands in the corner and he's immediately like grabbing his hand like hoo, hoo, and breathing hard and yeah, Stephanie is talking up. some mean shit like yeah, this is what happens when you question me yeah and then Hunter's saying wait what's Mick doing so then he runs over to Mick and is like what the fuck are you doing and then Mick immediately has uh, Mr. Sacco and just shoves it right in his mouth hole do we need to explain Mr. Sacco for the kids in the audience you know what explain Mr. Sacco Mr. Sacco was a gross gym sock he wore and then he shoved in people's mouths cause um Mick Foley's played some weird characters in his time but he, he, like, would stick his hand in your mouth, and that was the mandible claw, and then he put on a gross gym sock and then shoved his hand in your mouth, and that's how he beat people. Because wrestling is weird. <laughs> yes. And so he applied the mandible claw to Triple H and got him in the corner, and then Stephanie McMahon comes over and delivers a low blow to Mick. Of course. Mick is now writhing in pain, and H is about to start beating on him. Like when who is. returns? But Seth Rollins. Well, it's if it's a tag team of guys that just can't go anywhere quickly and hobble on their busted ass legs. Uh, it's it good has to be Seth Rollins. Well, so Seth Rollins hobbles out like three quarters of the way on his crutch because mm. uh oh, he's he's is he good from his knee injury? And then he throws his crutch down and runs in. Yep, and they're like, oh shit, he's cleared, he's cleared. And, and then, then he, Triple H kind of gets the kind of gets a leg up on him. Yeah. Uh, so Triple H, well, he starts getting the shit beaten out of him by, you know, like uh, Rollins starts beating the shit out of H. And then H rolls out of the ring, grabs the crutch, and then starts beating the fuck out of Rollins' leg. Like I'm talking, just wailing on his yeah. knee, and then puts him in this submission. And just kind of thought, like, you know, upon the submission, and then he keeps beating him with the crutch. I just kind of thought, like, man. Is this them writing off Rollins as an option right now? Well, okay. So, what they said for months and months and months, they've been building for Triple H versus Seth Rollins at Mania. Um, and it was all well and good. And then fucking Samoa Joe just ruined shit because he's awesome. Um, and I'm telling you, uh, if, if Rollins isn't 100% good to go... Um, I don't think he's, I don't think he's off completely, but I think he, they're hedging their bets if he's not a hundred percent good to go. Um, I'm telling you, I'm telling you, dude, a tag team match makes all the sense in the world here because you have H and then you obviously have Samoa Joe. These two are a unit and then they could go against Seth Rollins and then, uh Oh, um, or it's just, um, 
or it's just a handicap match, oh no, then Seth could take a protected loss. But I'm telling you, the as-of-yet unreturned to main television with a not-too-hard story to tell to set him up in this match, uh, Finn Balor could return, tag with Rollins, and then you have a WrestleMania main event. It's two returning guys versus... They're all big names. Yeah, and I had anticipated a Finn Balor appearance until I checked Twitter to see what Finn Balor was up to, if he was even backstage, and then he was at home watching. <laughs> so I went, fuck, there's no Finn Balor tonight. Nah, he's just too sweeting um, on television. Yes. So I'm wondering, uh, you know, is this, though, them writing off Rollins, who isn't 100%, to uh, put him in the match against H instead? Uh, because I don't really, personally, and I feel that WWE feels the same way, I don't really see the point or appeal in doing a tag match. Like, I don't really see a world in which... I mean, it, it kind of puts Joe into a program for Mania, which is nice. Which it solves that problem. But I feel like Joe needs his own thing, and I feel like H needs his own thing. You know? There's already so many tag matches, and... And uh, triple threats and so well, much shit that I'm going, uh I mean, you forget that show was going to be like something like five hours, six hours long. Right. Counting the pre-show and whatever. So they have time. And they like getting everyone on the card. So you either don't put Balor on Mania, which is acceptable. And wait for Raw after well, Mania. Then that also means you don't put Joe on WrestleMania, which I think is less acceptable. Um... That also means you don't put Sami Zayn on Mania, or you put him in the Battle Royal just to get beaten by um, Braun Strowman again. And then that means H doesn't have a match. So, I'm telling you, like, I think... I don't know. I think uh, a handicap match with those with H and uh, Joe, I mean, whatever, that gets them stuff to do, and it's prestigious, and it lets someone take the protected loss... But it also lets somebody, maybe it's Balor, maybe it's Zayn, whoever, run out to even the odds and they can have a good fighting chance. There was... For a big pop. So much shit they could have... Sh fucking Joe, like, he should have gone to SmackDown to fight John Cena. Like, that's just how that should have well, gone. there's still a draft. There's chances. People do move between brands. Might happen. Yeah, but... It should have happened, like, this go-around. Well, and you could tell that uh, they were thinking about that for a second. You know? Yeah, well, so they have... They might have felt like, oh, we want to do this here, and it might get... It, listen, nothing's impossible. It's just... I don't know. So, Finn Balor is the first Universal Champion. Who had it for one day because of... Well, I suppose the Rollins match injured him, but... Yeah. First Universal yeah. Champion. So, he should, if he's cleared now medically for whatever, then, you know, he should have some sort of appearance at Mania. He just should. Well, mm, Night After Mania is, uh, is also a prime time for big special debuts. Because Mania hooks all the casuals in to follow up to watch the next night. And it's also sort of the clearing house of the year before. So, either would work. 
you suspect mania, although if they hold him off, that isn't completely out of the question. I mean, am I wrong? Yeah, I'm wondering if this is the start of a uh, Balor-Owens feud. In that... Why? In that, you know, it's the I never got my rematch thing. Well, he was injured. I mean, it wouldn't... Logically, I mean, Owens would have the the title. Oh, does Owens didn't get his rematch? Owens hasn't had his rematch yet. I thought you meant Balor didn't have his rematch. I mean, Balor didn't either, I guess. Yeah, well, they're both entitled to a rematch. Fatal four-way for after the pay-per-view. I was about to say for SummerSlam, set up those two, and then whoever gets a number one contendership. It'll happen before SummerSlam. SummerSlam's three months away. They'll have it on a pay-per-view next month. Eh, okay. Because I feel like they're going to get it off of Lesnar, that fucking title off of Lesnar, real quick. Well, we'll we'll talk about kind of where stuff goes when we talk about the WrestleMania card. Yeah, sounds good. So they've given no indication of anything other than maybe Rollins is hurt. We don't know. So we'll see. We have two weeks to establish. So. Yeah. All right. Yeah. All right, I'm done with the show. Yeah, not a whole lot happened on Raw. And let's go to SmackDown where not a whole lot happened either. And here's the music. So, SmackDown. SmackDown. I have a question. Go ahead. So, first, context. Because how am I supposed to feel <laughs> about how? these running jokes? So, questions like, do, do they... Do they want me to like AJ Styles? No, they want you to they want you to dislike AJ Styles, but I don't want I don't because <laughs> I don't dislike AJ Styles. Okay. I dislike what they're trying to do to okay, make exactly. me dislike him. Context. We're so, getting that's a setup. Here's what happens. Here's what happens. So Good thing context out loud. AJ Styles. You need to make me cut all these. AJ Styles. AJ Styles. He uh. He, AJ Styles is very mad that he doesn't had never got his one on one match for the title, and he audience, he doesn't have a the audience. They're wee babies falling asleep. I'm explaining right now. it. I'm getting there. No, they're falling asleep. You got to talk to them gently. Zach. No, I'm mad. I'm gonna take a drink. I'll be right back. You're so angry. Okay, well he's taking a drink. I'm gonna explain this. On this beer. I'm gonna explain this. He's daddy's drunk and angry. And mommy's here to cuddle you Keep going. and to love you and to nourish you. So I'm here to tell you, AJ Styles, he comes out and he delivers a great promo in which he says, I beat up John Cena. I need to be in the main event of WrestleMania. Yeah, yeah, John Cena beat me or whatever, but that was a fluke. I earned this and I jumped through every single hoop that Daniel Bryan and Shane McMahon set up for me. And you know what? This is this got me fucked up. And he actually used those words. Exactly, audience. Because they're really backing they hard really, on this PG. They are really just just throttling for NC17. 
they're playing television for a hard R, and I'm pretty sure that's not even a TV rating, but they are doing it. I'm I'm, I'm sorry, we babies in the audience. I'll, I'll I'll try to talk with more of a gentle mouth. <sighs> but it's really hard because we're just reporting on exactly the words that they said in their own words. A hundred percent. Go check the transcripts. So, uh, AJ is then waiting. Because he says, you know what? I'm if WrestleMania go. is the ultimate thrill ride, oh God, then I'm going to get my own thrills. So AJ Styles begins masturbating. <laughs> <laughs> he masturbates behind the scenes. Because <laughs> it's totally not PG anymore. Okay. So I'd, I'd like to point out something else, though, before we, uh, before we start. Oh, my God. So before we start down this horrible hole. So... Just two weeks ago. Two weeks ago? Yeah. Randy Orton burns down Bray Wyatt's and house. And mutilated a corpse. And mutilated, probably, probably did some, you know, necromantic he prob- kind yeah. of thing. Also, yes. Listen, that actually wasn't on the show, but it was definitely in the subtext. Necrophilic. They strongly types. imply that he fucked Sister Abigail. Yes. And then he burned down Bray Wyatt's house. So necrophilia into... Allegedly. <laughs> allegedly that didn't actually happen into uh, alleged <laughs> arson well no the arson happened the necrophilia didn't yes. see the first one the first one was just a funny joke for our podcast he actually did burn down a man's house yes. and that, dig up a corpse that, that's not I mean that that's pretty much definitive caught on camera caught on camera he admitted to it <laughs> yes he admitted to it book several him, times book him someone I'm expecting disciplinary action so this man... He commits several crimes and gets to the main event of WrestleMania. And AJ Styles then decides he's going to do his own do his own crimes. Because he actually pointed this out in his little opening monologue where he was like, Fuck, oh, y'all, I'm going to fuck your mouth. <laughs> no, that's Tom Phillips. Sorry. <laughs> uh, uh, no. What he said um, was, I'm going to face fuck the shit out of you. <laughs> I'm going to face fuck the shit listen, out of you. Listen, you got, you, you got to have some journalistic integrity. You have to report things exactly as they happen. As they, he actually... As they happen. Totally not PG anymore, kids. <laughs> I can't emphasize that this part is actually not a joke. <laughs> this actually happened with Tom Phillips. Anyway. Um, fucking AJ Styles uh, is is waiting behind a car for Shane McMahon to pull up. Shane McMahon gets out of the car and is like, thanks, driver. And then sh- and then fucking AJ just immediately comes up and rapes him in the mouth. Well, no, okay, you really have to stop that. <laughs> he ambushes him. Really and he punches to... him. He punches him. Uh, punches him a lot. Throws him into a thing and then to another wall and then through a window of a car. Which, conveniently, somebody had left their GoPro on, so that was really handy. Yes. Uh, but you know why he did it, Colin? Why? Because he didn't tip his Uber driver. <laughs> Precisely. Yeah. So I mean, really, Shane had it coming. But no, like the biggest fan, the biggest face of wrestling in the last twenty years was got all of his heat and face pops and made famous by basically repeatedly assaulting his his boss. So why Steve Austin with his mediocre beer gets to beat the shit out of Vince McMahon and get to be a hero for it? AJ Styles beats up Vince's son and then gets fired and does not have a match at Mania. He did all of this for Steve Austin Day, obviously. AJ did. Good but job. Daniel Bryan is like, you know, I've lost all respect for you, AJ. And then AJ's like, what are you going to do? Fire me? And he's like, yep, you're fired. Yes. 
That, that's precisely what I'm going to do. It's pretty anticlimactic. So that happened. And it was kind of hysterical them like getting him out of the getting him out of the boat but you know AJ goes you know without any protest or anything he's like alright I'm going I'm gonna go back to Japan which I hope he does that would be awesome okay dear but, god get yourself out of this mania okay, match so AJ what, and so um he beats the shit out of him and then for the rest of the show we see fucking constant backstage cut-ins of oh oh Shane McMahon's okay Shane McMahon can walk on his own power he's refusing medical attention oh like it's some kind of goddamn WCW NWO throwback like it's constant fucking cut-ins of shit I don't want to see and it's really bad and I don't care because interrupting it's interrupting well not good matches but it's interrupting matches and actual things on the actual show and it was just really irritating yeah, it was not. It was not a good thing. But by the end of this whole evening, we've seen Shane valiantly walk around backstage, and then hobble his way out towards the towards the set, with literally like ten seconds to go before the show gets off, and he's like, uh, "AJ Styles wants a match at WrestleMania. He just got it." Ugh. And they cut off, and. So, so, so there we question, go. That's that's how we get to style shame. This ate up the entirety of the two hours of SmackDown. Uh, besides the women's matches, this was pretty much. It's just like Raw. This. I mean, honestly, it was it. it was like the really the back half of the show was the story of Shane AJ Styles. Yes, and you know they kind of ignored a lot of sh- you know the the audience is chanting during the so they had a main event which was the Usos versus American Alpha. And uh, the Usos won. Which, by the way, there, there's another moment in there that we forgot about. So AJ is, like, packing up all of his shit and getting his ring gear on. And the Usos are like, that's fucked up, dude, what you just did. That's fucked up. Oh, yeah, up. which is bullshit because they're supposed to be... They fucking fuck up people's knees. They literally, like, two months ago, destroyed the knees of the guys they're facing in this very match. Yeah, And but, they're bad guys. Yeah, but... I mean, the whole point is, like, even the heels are like, oh, that's, that's fucked up. Well, which is why I feel like this is so forced. Like, yeah. this whole thing is just them clearly doing something extreme to try to make AJ Styles actually come off as a heel. And the problem is, I think people like Styles more than they do Shane. Actually, let me let me walk that back. I know 100% for a fact more people are more into AJ Styles than they are into Shane. Yeah, but a lot of people don't know who AJ is. Well, he's a very good wrestleman, and they should know. And also, again, let me point out to you, during wrestling's biggest boom period, the biggest face of the company at that time was made famous by literally beating the shit out of his boss every week. So, like, this is... I don't well, understand maybe, what they're trying to accomplish. Maybe that's why they set that up, but... You know, they're trying to make it, but it's not going to work. I mean, he's going to be a... I'm he's going to be a face after this, and then yeah. they're going to give up on it. Um, or they just stop listening because people, I mean, they don't really listen to cheers and boos. They really don't. Uh, and they don't pay attention to ratings because they justify that now by the oh, network, the network and YouTube takes the rating and, and yeah, it's, uh, what do they call it? Um, I forget. There's a term for it. Anyways. Yeah. They talk about uh, but, shifting. Yeah. It's all shifted. But, I mean, we all know that how this match is going to turn out. Shane is going to jump off of something really tall. Well, and and crash, and then AJ Styles is going to jump off of things and flip, and 
And uh, Shane's is gonna knock himself out. <laughs> we can only hope. It's listen. It's not that Shane was always a glorified backyard wrestler who was only really had a willingness to do dumb stunts going for him, but he's a glorified backyard wrestler that only really had the willingness to do dumb stunts going for him. I watched that man jump off of a cage through a table at age, what is he, 50? 46? He's, he's not just, that old. He's in his 40s. He's like 42. Whatever. He's too old to be doing the dumb stunts he's willing to do, and that's why people are willing to watch him. Because that well, means going to knock himself maybe out. Maybe he's 46. How old is he? I don't know. This is great radio. Let's debate. Yeah. Let's just debate Shane Douglas. Shane McMahon. Shane Douglas? And I said there, there's several Shanes in wrestling. Shane Douglas. Shane McMahon. Michael Shane, you know, that, that hot, famous TNA guy from back a million years ago. I'm just not, I'm not. Damn, he's 47. Oh, see, and you were like, nah, he ain't even 46, 47. Damn. I mean, he's all gray. He's all gray. He's a, he's a fucking, he was a young man in the 90s when everyone was watching wrestling. He disappeared for 50, uh, 10 years and got old. And he okay. comes back doing these young man things. Okay, I'm about to buy... With I'm, better wrestlers! Why are we doing this to AJ? I'm about to drop some hot takes. I'm going to drop a sick pipe bomb. All right, lay it on me. Cleveland Sleemer. Wait, so, hold up. So his name is Brandon. Brandon Shane McMahon? Uh, Shane Brandon McMahon. Okay, well, that's weird because all middle names are Reginald. I think you yes. read that wrong. So his middle name is... And, and I just want to bring this up that I actually had a conversation earlier today about this okay that's some hot takes for you so uh i was talking about everybody who i've ever met uh whose like favorite band is muse i'm like ooh, you're, <laughs> you're cringy is an insufferable piece of trash <laughs> yes and everybody whose favorite show is either the big bang theory or family guy like ooh, you basic motherfuckers yeah just ooh, you're you're just just please get get out of get out of my house. And then and then uh everybody I've ever met named Todd or Brandon or Kyle is a piece of shit. Well there you go. We've what did we learn today? Shane McMahon's favorite band is Muse. It's <laughs> what he tells people when he wants to sound refined, but isn't actually. Yes. He's like, oh, I love Muse. Oh, Matt Bellamy. His voice is so angelic. Have you heard Have you heard how high he can sing, though? <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, he's the best. <laughs> okay, listen, we all liked Muse. I back. like Muse. No, I like Muse, but they're like fucking weak tea. Oh, this is really progressive for like George Bush era bullshit. Come on. <laughs> Like that's that's what everyone was listening to when we were mad about politics in high school. By the what way, the fuck. Did you see the sign this week in the crowd that said I think it was this week that said Roman Reigns likes nickelback? <laughs> <laughs> I like the one that says when it rains it bores. That's like <laughs> that's good. I it's Ooh. a classic. Ooh. Um yeah, and is, is is there more that we needed to say about this other than, like, no. that this is bad for SmackDown and Jesus Christ, get it off of my TV? No, it, this, it, sh it, it might be an okay match, because, again, Styles is good and Shane's willing, but it just it didn't make for I'm good TV this week. though, that they, you know, they dedicated this much time to AJ Styles. And it, was really, and it was really intense. Like, I will say for the fact that, like, 
I'm not interested in this angle per se, but they really, really sold it and they really let everyone lean into it. So that's that that gets me hopeful for past WrestleMania. I'm just not excited for WrestleMania. You know what I mean? Yes. No, I I mean, um, what we talked about the Usos. Um, what else happened on SmackDown? I mean, Miz, Miz and Maurice had a pretty good promo. That match is probably going to be okay. John Cena? John Cena? I will not make crepes for you. Um, and that's and then the women had a couple of matches, and that's that's sort of going to be an interesting at least five-way. Do you think someone comes up, or they, they bring a Legends out of retirement for the women's match at WrestleMania? Asuka. Asuka on SmackDown would be really cool. They bring back Victoria. Yeah, be whoa, whoa, whoa! All these boobies on my TV. It's so not PG anymore. All right, I'm, (laughs) I'm ending this show before we get double explicit. Please, music break. Hi everyone. Uh, before we talk about NXT and our mystery segment, but before before we talk about that, but, but before, yeah. happy Steve Austin Day! Yay! Um, uh, while Zach is taking a drink of his beer, um, mm. I would like uh, to apologize to everyone named Todd and Brandon, um, e- even though and Kyle. N- actually, no, I take that back. No, no I think no the Kyles, Kyles know what they did. Yeah, they know what they did, but uh, but Todd and Brandon, I I, I apologize, um, that that was undeserved. So, um, if, if if you're a shitty guy named Todd or Brandon, just know that you're making a a bad name for all Todds and Brandons out there. And The Big Bang Theory is a terrible show. <laughs> anyway, I'm sorry, Matt Bellamy. I said some mean things. I'd also like to issue an apology to Matt Bellamy and uh, again Amy Schumer. Amy Schumer, please call me. <laughs> please return my pick up my calls, please. <laughs> I loved your new special. Something about leather. I don't remember the name precisely. Oh, I mean she's not funny. I'm, but oh, <laughs> okay, okay. I'd, I'd like to apologize to Amy Schumer once again. <laughs> Amy, I'm sorry. I loved your show. You probably talked about your vagina a lot. <laughs> I mean, that's what you seem to do. That's really And that's cool. Do. I'm glad you're empowered, I guess. Yeah. You're not funny. You're not funny. Shut <laughs> Fuck. Okay. I'd like to initiate apology to Amy Schumer and her vagina. I'm sure you're lovely people. Your vagina is probably funny. <laughs> <laughs> I just assume. I just assume. I assume there's, there's jokes all around. I mean, Dolph Ziggler was in it, so it's Dolph- got to be hilarious. Yeah, because I can't stop laughing at Dolph Ziggler, so... Fuck. I have to issue an apology to Dolph Ziggler. <laughs> I'm sorry, you fuck too good. All right, too sweet me. Too sweet. Too sweet. Uh, oh. Next time I see Dolph, I'm going to too sweet him. Hey, hey, good job. Schumer broke up with you because sex was too athletic. What does that mean? What does that even mean? You know exactly what I mean, Zach. Have you seen <laughs> Dolph work? It's 110%. I know. I know. He was 
flipping everywhere around the room and never actually <laughs> never actually broke contact. He with was her. probably selling everything. <laughs> Thunderous orgasm. All right, look. Um, sorry, I'm gonna nip this in the bud before it gets even worse. Yes. Uh, nothing really interesting happened on 205 Live. They confirmed Ares is going against Neville, which really we already knew because they reintroduced him. But whatever. NXT was interesting because we had Bobby Roode successfully retain over Cassius Ono. Now, everyone loves Roode. He was great. He has a great, a glorious gimmick, even. Um, And he's had an okay run so far. Um, They like him and seem to be pushing him. Now, here's my question. Cassius Ono in NXT, again, is sort of weird... Um, and we'll set it up as we go along. Where do, how far do we see this man going this time around in NXT? It's difficult. So for the record, Cassius Ono is obviously Chris Hero, which if you know your wrestling, Chris Hero had, he's uh, very good. He's been a, uh, one of the best names on the Indies for a decade now, give or take, um, Worked everywhere, done all kinds of things. Had a very exceptional 2016 in places like Pro Wrestling Guerrilla. You know, just just really killing it. So, like, WWE signs big names from the indies for their show. Chris Hero makes certain amount of sense with some caveats. Um, the man is 40... Sorry, 40. The man is 36. Is this yeah. a problem? Well, I could see Chris Hero uh, becoming uh, the next... I mean, they won't let it. I could see it happening, him becoming the next CM Punk. I could see the entire crowd getting behind him and the death by elbow shit and all that. And then he starts speaking realness and starts doing that. And then... Well... But I feel like they're not even going to let that happen. I feel like it's very possible that they're going to just let him sit in development forever. Well... Or let him keep on a low-card thing. Because also... It just depends. Because he could also get away with the crimes uh, that CM Punk got away with. Because CM Punk wasn't the typical body type. Well, the difference between CM Punk, who was skinny fat, I guess... Dude was never particularly... Dude was in shape, right? But he was never, like, cut or hard or whatever... You know, um, mm-hmm. uh, Ono carries weights like I do. Like he's just got a big old belly. Um, and you know, it's whatever. They're clearly a little bit better about pushing guys that aren't like shredded bodybuilder types. Like let's, I mean, Samoa Joe. Well, and they're about to bring in Kevin Tommy Owens, End. Tommy End, who is another skinny fat piece of shit. Um, so, I mean, I think they're a little bit better about it. Um, we're kind of getting past. We're getting to a more body positive era. Yeah, it's just we're dealing with an old generation looking at these people. And still, going, still kind of on the top because let let it not let it let's not glaze over this. Fucking Chris Hero can work. Chris Hero can fucking go. So who cares if he's a little chunky? I I mean I know, but like, they do. If they if want, they have some hangups over it, like Owens looked fine. You know, just. I mean, if you've really got hangups with it, just have him wrestle on a shirt. I well, mean, they have Baron Corbin wrestle on a shirt well, even now. Uh, Ono does wrestle. He has a, a throwback jersey kind of tucked into his tights. So it's sort of like a singlet. And there's a long story to mm. his...
history of fat guys wrestling in singlets, so, you know, that's fine. But, um, does, does, I don't know, does the upper 30 things mean something? Like, I mean, I guess Joe, Joe is kind of up there. He's about John Cena's age. He's sort of, he's had the majority of his career outside of WWE. I think a lot of guys on the indies want to look to end their careers in WWE. So I think you see a lot of people be willing to do kind of whatever, maybe slum it in NXT the whole time just so they can get a solid retirement paycheck. But I just, I wonder like how much will they invest in this guy knowing that they only get a certain amount of years out of him. Right. Um, even if he is one of the most excellent workers in the world, I mean, but look at Bobby Roode. Who literally is 40. Yes. But is also crazy shredded. Yes. Uh, but Bobby Roode can work. Yeah. Um, and it, he still has plenty of years ahead of him. Yeah. You know, hell, I think that it's very possible that he could be like the next Ric Flair. Do we see them actually letting like guys like Chris Hero, like uh, Cassius O'Neill, be just the, the, the names that they leave in NXT? Like... Do we see guys like him start being their investment in this brand as a bigger brand? Uh, I can see that's very possible. Um, okay. I guess my thing is is that I just I don't know. I don't know this company like well enough in terms of I I don't know like what H really thinks about him, and that's really the guy who counts because Vince probably is so unimpressed by the guy and. It's so it's all dependent on if H wants to bring well, him over to SmackDown. Yeah, know? I think I don't know. It might be something Vince is like. Well, you can you can work, kid, but you gotta lose thirty pounds. Yeah, and if he can't keep his weight off, or if he's like, "Fuck you, I'm not gonna," then it just depends on what H feels. I think I think the more we go along, the better they'll be about letting more not not bodybuilders become important. I just wonder where that cutoff is. And will guys like Joe, will guys like Ono be able to get a good run in WWE? Because they're kind of over that whole taboo about big name indie guys being indie, they're indie characters in WWE. You know, they do let some guys, AJ Styles is AJ Styles. He isn't like Jackson Shaw or right. some bullshit. Like, you know, he's he's AJ Styles doing AJ Styles stuff. The same name that we've seen in Ring of Honor a decade ago and TNA five years ago. So I don't know. It's interesting. Well, but Chris Hero is not Chris Hero. He's from the time when they were still rebranding people. And they still do do that. Because he's not Kevin Steen. Despite what Max Landis might want you to think, he's not Kevin Steen. Somehow we don't know he's Kevin Owens. I need another drink. Well... I can I can kind of move on. Well, I feel like we should uh, tweet at uh, David Meltzer to see what uh, he has to say about that. Like, how much of a ceiling does Chris Hero have? Uh, because we all know Meltzer is God. Uh, I don't know, and he just says uh, plans change. Exactly, we have to wait and see. Uh, the all-knowing Meltzer. I mean, David Melt. Okay, look, the only real, whatever, the biggest journalist this place has, this silly, yes. silly industry. So. If, if I mean, he, he was on know, the Young Bucks tights. This is true. And really, listen, here's the answer Meltzer gives for most anything. Hey, why didn't this happen? Vince McMahon. Why did this hit? Vince, that's just it. 
as of right now, we still live in a world where things happen and don't happen at the whims of Vince McMahon. And if that's great, wrestlers do or don't get in good shots at doing their their thing inside the company. Yeah, who knows? I mean, this is our country. This is our world. This is our entertainment. It's all run by old, insane, far right winged people who... from the Northeast. Yes, very bad. Um. Uh, so anyway, uh, let, let's move on to something that depresses me less. Here's our uh, mystery. This depresses segment. you less? Kind of, yeah. I mean, I just kind of like doing this. Um, I feel like we need to justify, uh, precisely and qualify, um, our feelings about Roman Reigns. I I had someone ask me what the deal was there and it was kind of weird to try to explain it to people outside the wrestling bumble but by god we're gonna give it a shot so okay who is roman reigns first um roman reigns joe anawaii yes uh part of the anawaii family uh a long a long standing dynasty in wrestling like yes if you've seen a samoan in wrestling, there's <laughs> more likely than not, and that's not even a joke, to have been part of the Anawaii clan. Uh, you know, The Rock, Rosie, uh, Roman Reigns. Yep. Uh, God, what's their names? Everyone I can think of. Uh, basically, if you're not Samoa Joe, you're probably the only one of the yes. few Samoans not in the family. <laughs> um, but. Uh, Roman, uh, the started the character Roman Reigns in in a stable uh, called the Shield with him, uh, Dean Ambrose, Ambrose and, and Seth, Seth Rollins. Rollins. Uh, so they basically came up in what 2011, 2012, probably somewhere around there. Yeah, and they're basically just a SWAT team. They were just a SWAT team. Uh, they came out. They had like the 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 NATO phonetic alphabet with this cool theme song, and it was Sierra Hotel. Say it with me. Sierra Hotel. You don't remember, Colin? No, I don't. Sierra Hotel, India, Echo, Lima Delta. Shield. Doo-doo, doo-doo. Doo-doo, doo-doo. And they come in through the crowd, and they were really badass, and they put on really good matches, and they went undefeated for, like, a year, basically. A year. And the segment was really good. Their whole setup. Rollins was the flippy fly guy, because he would do the top rope jumpy things. Ambrose was the crazy baller, brawler. I mean, he is crazy balling, but he's a crazy brawler. And Reigns would always get the last tag of the match, run around, spear the fuck out of somebody, spear a man in half, and pick up the win. Yes. And it worked. And it worked. Everyone had a group. There was a great dynamic. Everyone played to their strengths. And again, most importantly, they didn't lose for like a year plus. Sometimes they were heels. Sometimes they were faces. But it was always a good match. They always did something cool, and it worked for a while. Yeah, and everybody liked these guys. And eventually they split off, whatever. We all know them today. Um, Rollins turned on them, became the whatever he was. I don't know how to explain Seth Rollins, what his gimmick is. That's another story. Well, we'll get to it. Um, Dean Ambrose became uh, your older sister's shitty boyfriend. Um, yep. <laughs> and... Uh, so, uh, Roman Reigns um, didn't change. Didn't change at all. 
He wears still basically the same tack outfit, except he has his own logo on it. Yep. He comes out to basically the same music. Yep. He only recently stopped walking in through the crowd. Yep. Um, and now the guy who only had to do two or three awesome high-impact moves at the end of every match now has to carry singles matches by himself. Which is fine. Everyone has to go solo at some point. Yes. And it's not even but, that Roman is bad, because Roman can be very good. But he was the hot tag, uh, and basically they have this hot tag now on his own. Well, and um, they thought, like, oh, they loved him when he was getting hot tags. They'll love him when he does everything by himself. And we kind of didn't, really. We liked seeing him do hot tags. Yes. Um, And they had him wear blue contacts for a little bit, and they had him... Uh, be, you know, this because he's a very he's a very handsome man. Oh, that's a very handsome boy right there. Yes, uh, I'm like I'll I'll say nothing about that. That's you know, and women love him, and so they kind of went for uh, what was the Randy Orton or John Cena factor, um, which to explain, uh, men booed the fuck out of John Cena when he first started, and eventually John Cena became this huge marquee name. Um, and Randy Orton the same way you know women loved him men hated him but they paid no mind and uh, they kind of became these popular packages well, there's more I mean whatever, there's more to it but that's other stories for later but basically yeah, I mean and that's and that's something we can talk about another point the, the but, basically, but that's basically the general overview that's the general thing uh, we certain fans I say smarks smart marks um people who talk about this too long and host podcasts on the internet and all this other bullshit. Um, Smarks sort of turned kind of on Reigns because the perception of he was getting too, like, too, too high on the card too fast. Like, you know how it usually works? You work your way up. You, maybe you start off as a tag team or whatever, and then maybe you'll get a, a solo push and become like a mid-card guy where you're sort of important, but not really. Right. They shot... And The Shield was... Let, let me explain. The Shield was main eventing pay-per-views and stuff. Like, The Shield was a main event act. But, like, you can't just take the parts of that and expect them to be main event dudes. We still kind of needed time to establish everyone kind of in their new roles. Um... Reigns was sort of the third man, the third of the third man of a good three man unit, but like he was the third man. Like we people kind of wanted to see the other two do more first, and the company really liked Reigns and wanted him to be the big deal. Um, and this sort of happened with John Cena, where the company decided you're gonna be a big deal. Uh, we're gonna push you really hard, um, and fans liked mm. that for a while and turned on it eventually. Um, they turned on Reigns sooner. Um, and I don't know. He's not the same character Cena is. He can't... I don't think people want the same kind of John Cena push. And like, he doesn't have the same skills that John Cena did. No. John Cena at least had self-awareness and kind of had this... Uh, you know, it's funny now because John Cena puts on these promos that are... Uh, you know, kind of have the appeal that uh, Eminem did to me back in the day. Like... Not to compare a white to rapper. Well, no, John Just, Cena, the white rapper, from well, 2004. I mean, kind of, but I mean, it was you know. Now he has this spitting truth kind of. Yeah, you know, there's always something that's 
very self-aware about him that well, makes him great. Well, Cena didn't have self-awareness for a long time or wasn't allowed to show it. And now that we've had 10 years of uh, the the heat and the booing for John Cena has kind of turned into half the fun. Everyone's kind of with a wink and a nudge booing John Cena. Um, mm-hmm. But that took 10 years of everyone booing the shit out of John Cena, liking him, then turning on him, and then the crowd split, and then they kept split for several years, and then we finally all just kind of got used to it. Um, that was not a pleasant experience, um, and I don't think people are excited to have to do that all over again with Roman Reigns. Not that, like, Hulk Hogan and Steve Austin were universally loved, but... They were over with wide groups of people for different reasons. And Cena and Roman are very, very polarized. And um, it's not fun to having to watch that guy be a big deal when you don't necessarily like him or you're like me. You'd much rather see other guys be considered that important and allowed to be in like main events and all that stuff. Mm. It's kind of a mess. Yeah, well, and and to say it just it feels like we're being uh, forced something that we don't want. Well, we're being forced Superman. That's yes. And the problem with Superman is he's only interesting when he has to face problems he can't punch. Right. But the problem is wrestling is a storytelling medium dedicated entirely to. Men solving their problems. Men and women solving their problems by punching. Yeah. So super, Superman gets... Um, Every problem is solved with a punch. Very un- uninteresting very quickly. Because, um, like, Steve Austin won all the time. He was very protected. But the deal was is that there was always some kind of f- legal bullshit. Like, he wasn't cleared by his doctor, so he couldn't wrestle. So he beat the... He just would stun... He'd do the stunner on Vince and people who couldn't fight back. Mm. He wasn't solving his problem, but it's a Vin, you know. You know, seriously, you know when I liked Roman the most? Hmm. When, I mean, two instances, when he was getting beat week after week by Braun Strowman. Yes. That was interesting. Someone could defeat him, the Superman. And he was sitting there puzzled as they're like, how the fuck do I do this? Um and then the other issue was, or the other instance that I loved him was against Finn Balor, where he lost. You know, because again, it was, how do I beat this guy? It's, this guy bested me. Yeah. And it's not that we have to see the guy lose. It's just we don't see him struggle, like, in a, in a realistic way. Because, I don't know, there's a weird sort of thing where you watch somebody sell, but that isn't the same thing, you know? Because it's really about, like, who 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 wins the match, you know? Like, I don't know. It, it just isn't... I am I know I'm personally... I'm... The guy can put on good matches. Um, he's, he's very... I mean, he's pretty good at what he does. And it's not like he didn't earn it or whatever. Because it's a dumb popularity contest. Wrestling is just a dumb popularity contest. So it kind of doesn't matter, like what you've done to earn it. It's not my place to say who earned what, Mm. but I just know right now I'm more interested in seeing Roman Reigns like demolish middle of the road guys. Cause I see Roman Reigns right now is like a middle of the road dude. 
Like, right. you know, there, there are guys I'd rather see fighting other main event dudes, and it's not him. Um, and I can buy him as but, an upper mid-carder demolishing, like, Rusev or whatever, you know? Him as a main event guy, though, does not stop ticket sales. No, that's the thing. And it does not... So that, that's why they're never going to do anything about it until they find somebody who fits the bill better. you got to find somebody more attractive who's going to sell more merchandise. That gonna, half the audience isn't love And movie. they saw potential in Finn, and then he immediately got injured. Well, Finn was going to be that guy. That doesn't necessarily mean he won't get there. Just Finn was really, really injured. Um, So, I don't know. I just... What could they do to fix him in your eyes? See, I'm very tired of people saying, oh, you know, turn him, turn him heel, turn him heel. <sighs> no, bring him down to, you know where he was best? You, you know where he was the most compelling? Again, like, it was Strowman, Finn, and Rusev. When he was, when he was vying for the U.S. title, I loved it, and I could watch him. Um, and he was on the chase. I mean, then he got the belt, and then he just didn't give a shit about it. Well, but not him. Like his. That's the thing. This isn't. Most of this isn't an indication of Roman Reigns, Joe Anawai as a performer. It's how they write his character, how they instruct him to act, and he's not very likable a lot of the time. Like, okay. I mean, he'd be a great heel. I th- well, I think so. I think so. But, but he's he's like I don't know, I just he, there even was Even as a heel, I don't want him winning in the main event all the time. No, there's no challenge, there's no growth. That man has a, that man fundamentally isn't anything any different than what he was when we were first introduced to him. Yeah, I want him to lose. And I want him to be fallible, you know, to actually have something that makes him, you know, human, that makes him relatable. Because so far he isn't. He's just, he's come in and he's like, this is, this is my show. I don't care. I'm not a good guy. I'm not a bad guy. I'm just the guy. Yeah. I'm the big dog. This is my yard. That's that's what this whole Undertaker thing is based off of. By the way, is just him going. Well, this is mine. I'm the biggest dick. I'm 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 the big guy here. I'm the big hog, not James Hogsworth. Like fuck, you're the big hog. Did they do the big hog dance for you, big dog? No, they're saying big hog, not big dog. Yeah. So no. Anyway, just listen. Let him grow. Let him lose. Let him have to do something a little different. Because what does he do? comes out to the old music in his old costume, does the same three moves, the three moves of Doom, um, and uh, that's really about it. And he doesn't really lose. Every time it really matters, if he does lose, it's only barely because of, like, two levels of things. Like, Mm. someone cheated, and also there was outside interference or something, you know? Like, he doesn't... He isn't allowed to grow to be weak at any point and it's maddening to watch because it doesn't make good storytelling and he was against Balor they let him lose clean but it was because he was getting punished by losing to the guy they were planning on pushing to the moon so you know that's fine whatever whatever I'm sure we get sick of I want to believe I get sick of Finn Balor 
at some point if he just never lost that I'm not some kind of dirty mark for everyone that isn't doesn't happen to be Roman Reigns but I don't know we'll see maybe I'm just a piece of shit mark that just only wants my guys that I like win win yeah well uh, I think that that's it for angry talk and uh I'm doing great. You talk angry. I'm I'm nice and relaxed. I'm two beers. Oh deep. yeah. Well, give me another one. Give me a hard one. Give you a hard one. Okay. Um. You unique New York. Unique New York. You know you need unique New York. Okay. Hard. Hard. Hard questions. Hard one. Hard question. Who would you rather do? Michael Douglas. Duh, duh, that's right. Look at it. Michael Moore. <laughs> or, or Michael v- Douglas. Viscera. My, mm, go back and check that. What's that option for C? Is that Michael Douglas? Michael Douglas. <laughs> All right. All right, then. Who's, that's who I'm doing. All right, there you go. All right, well, then that's it for Fight Forever. Yeah, I don't have anything else. I have a beer to finish, and uh, we've talked. Too much about Roman Reigns this week. Yes. You know what? Next I'm, week we're not going to talk about Roman Reigns at all. That's Fuck, not the whole episode is going to be dedicated to him now, isn't it? There's no listen. This is when he he beats Undertaker two weeks early for the WrestleMania match. Oh, oh what's this? Oh, he's challenging Goldberg and Brock Lesnar. It's a handicap match. What? Oh, he's going to win the U.S. title too somehow. Oh, he make him a one-man tag champ. What the Ooh. hell? He also pinned Bray Wyatt. Oh, he also pinned Bray Wyatt and ate Undertaker and drank both their souls. And he's running the company. <laughs> and he's starting a feud with Dean Ambrose. Wait, Vince McMahon has surgically attached himself to Roman Reigns? <laughs> <laughs> We're Siamese twins now. No. Push Roman. Push, Push Roman. Vince. Yeah, we're going straight to the moon, Joe. Colin, if you had to make a human centipede, who do you put between Roman Reigns? Okay, you have to make a human centipede. You get to pick a third person, and you get to pick where he sits on the centipede with Roman Reigns and Vince McMahon. Okay. So, Vince obviously has to be the head. Really? Yes. Okay, that makes sense. That's a metaphor. He's he's gonna be he's gonna be the head. He's gonna be the front. Yes. Um, Roman is gonna be attached to his bunghole. Okay. Cool. Good. Who's the end of it? <laughs> and then I don't know. Probably Seth Rollins. <laughs> probably Seth Rollins. Yeah. The correct answer is the rest of the fan base. Oh. Because uh, all we get to do is eat those guys' shit. Please stop me before I go any further. Yes. Um, so that's it for Five Forever this week. Uh, you can find us on Twitter and Facebook, um, and SoundCloud and at SoundCloud. Fight Forever Pod. Um, if you like the show, tell a wrestling friend. If you are the wrestling friend, um, thank you for listening, and be sure to click subscribe on iTunes mm. as we are on iTunes. We are on iTunes. If you feel so inclined, a five star review. Uh, you've heard all this before. Guys, if you like us, just throw us a little help. Yeah, just, just give us a nice little rub. Um, if you have questions or just want to feedback, again, we're on f- Facebook or Twitter. Reach out to us. Um, 
All of today's music breaks, the intertidal music breaks, were uh, provided by, um, fuck, I just had it. Mo Goodly. Mo Goodly. I keep thinking Jive Slippers. That's another thing that now. Mo Goodly. Um, and the music welling under our voices right now, our ending title theme is by Redwire. Yes, indeed. Um, join us next week as we're talking Raw and SmackDown, like always. Um, maybe 205 Live or NXT if they're interesting. Possibly the WrestleMania card if they decide what they're doing with Seth Rollins. Um, but otherwise, I think that's all we can do now. Um, thank you for coming. I'm Zach. And I am not Todd, Brandon, or Kyle. Thank God. Thank God. And here's the music. Boop.